Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So do you feel like... I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh, I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh, it's your turn to get the baby. So are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run. And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. And welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. This is episode number 34. I am Joanne, your gamer mama from next door. And right here with me is my amazing husband, soulmate, Kevin. Howdy, everyone. If this is your first time here today, well, Kevin and I, we share the same passion of gaming. We love parenting our kids. And we also enjoy good music. Speaking of music, we celebrated Labor Day by going to a rock concert. It was Korn and Evanescence performing. And it's my first time to watch them live. And I just love live music anyway. So... Evanescence has always been like my middle school memory. I was happy to be able to enjoy that with Kevin. It was definitely more amazing to listen to them live, you know. Yeah, this was definitely about as far down one end of the music spectrum as as we go. But it was still, you know, it was still a really good time. A lot of fun. And no kids, so... Yeah, I mean, we didn't have our kids with us. There was like hardly any other kids there either. But I know for good for good reason. I mean, it's a Corn and Evanescence concert. I yeah. mean, I feel like we were kind of out of place. We were one of the few people that didn't either have a nose ring or a face tattoo. But <laughs> but I I really like that. You know, it made me feel like I was in my twenties again to go on a concert date with you and. I don't know. I think it's been a while. It was since COVID, you said, right? So Yeah, and you look like you could pass for in your 20s. So it's easier for you to go out feeling like that than than me. But um, yeah, it was definitely nice. I wouldn't say necessarily relax because of the nature of the concert. but Oh, it, it was, was relaxing for me. All it right. was a lot of fun. All the booze and stuff. Yeah. And what else happened? Oh, for games, I didn't really game much after... We got back from the concert. I think it was more like just playing mobile games. I'm still in the choices game on my phone. And I'm choices. going... Yeah, the game. Yeah, make a ch real choice and give that one up. Yeah, I think that's going to be my eternal flame kind of game. Because I love reading and I just think it's so repeatable that you could play like different books. I, I move on to a new book and I just thought it was exciting. Is that a free to play game? No, it's not. I mean, it's free if you, I mean, you could choose options that are free, but then sometimes you have to pay to get nicer options <laughs> and which I did. I've also been playing this game called Wolf Among Us, The Wolf Among Us. That's also a mobile game. It's by Telltale Games, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because it's about like a group of fables, fairy tale fables. Um, these characters they're stuck in our real world, and this guy called Big B Wolf is the sheriff who protect them from each other. I mean, he's the sheriff to make sure you know they don't go crazy. 
though. I mean, it's a secret society. These fables that live among us humans, and they have this glimmer spell to make them look like us humans, so they don't go out looking like a big bad wolf or troll or toad, etc. So, I thought it was a very cool game. It really changes the perspective on fairy tales. I don't even know how to put a word to it. It reminds me a bit of Borderlands kind of graphics, like kind of like the comic book drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Art style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's very violent. It's definitely not a game for kids, if you ask me. It's sure. Okay. So Dylan won't be playing this one anytime soon. That's no, for sure. Even though it looks like a fairy tale game, but yeah. It yeah. So I had heard of this one and, and kind of turned it on to you. And I haven't really played it myself, though. But it's like a, a choice driven game, right? Like you yes. kind of see a scene play out and then you make a decision on how you want to respond. Mm -hmm. But it's more interactive. Like it's more like you have to move your characters by putting your fingers on the phone and guide them around. Like there's no narration and everything like the ones I'm playing right now in the choices game. This one is more like you need to listen to it. Like they're talking and stuff. So it's best played with the sounds, the volume on. Right. I kind of noticed the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this is one of the games I've been playing, but unfortunately it was only free for the first chapter and I could pay for the other chapters, but it just wasn't as good as my choices game that I spend money on. So Really? <laughs> I like reading. I don't like having to like listen. And and that's the one thing about me is that because with the kids around I could like pause and just you know, when I get back to the choices game, I'm already still on the same page where I left off. But for this one, it's like the moment you AFK or like away from your phone, AFP maybe, like you have to restart from the last checkpoint, which is pretty far. It's auto saves, but it's not like you can't like pause it if they're pause like in the middle in of the a middle. conversation. Yeah. So like, yeah. if the kids need me, suddenly I have to like put my phone down and enter them using the potty or something and then i come back to it i have to restart from wherever the last save point was and that's pretty far so that's a bit inconvenient and plus i have to play it with the sounds on and that's hard especially if i'm trying to put a kit down for a nap time or something okay sure but that's my week how has your week been going yeah, so my week, obviously, we had the concert, mm -hmm. which we talked a little bit about already. And I would say, you know, Evanescence played first and did a really amazing job. Sounded great, mm -hmm. but it also made me realize how much time has passed, like since we were in middle school, <laughs> listening to these bands. You know, and I know these bands even came out well before then, but it just kind of makes me realize, like, none of the bands that we used to listen to are like, you know young anymore like, <laughs> time, time has definitely passed since all of them so kind of a, a realization mm -hmm. but b both bands did an amazing job even the openers for them did a fantastic job as well oh yeah so outside of the concert i also had a work trip this week so i was in san diego for a few days meeting with tons of suppliers and people that i've most people that i've known for number of years and just in the same industry as me it was basically two full days of lunches and dinners and meetings 
all in between, you know, the occasional beers and cocktails thrown nice. in there as well. So it's a very social event, which always like takes a pretty decent toll on me, I feel like, because I'm more of an introvert for sure. Mm-hmm. And not didn't it didn't help that the the first day I left I had to get up like at three thirty in the morning yeah. to you know to make my six a.m. flight out to California and then like the event that I was attending that day didn't end until like eleven p.m. California time which was like one a.m. our time and then I was just trying to keep up with all of the West Coast people was kind of crazy. So you were really up tough. So I was up for like. 22 hours yeah well oh i mean and then it takes time to like get back to the hotel you know by the time i actually got to sleep it was probably like pretty close to 23 24 hours like mm-hmm. since i had woken up so i was really pushing myself with all of that you know and then at early morning meeting the next day so i think i slept like maybe six hours which was something but did not really help coming off of being awake for so long i bet so I was just kind of running myself on empty for the last few days. So I am now like had one good night's rest last night and kind of recovered for the most part. But yeah, it had been a rough week. But outside of that, on the gaming front, you know, I, I did prepare a little bit ahead of this trip. I was looking up some games that are great for airplane mode that don't require any internet. Ooh. And I I downloaded a few and I kind of tested them out and I really liked one. It was called um, Rogue Adventures, which it's I think it's called that because it's a roguelike game. It doesn't require internet, so it's it's a kind of turn-based card game, or like I guess like a deck builder game where you choose a class, you start with class cards, and then you battle opponents and after each opponent you get to pick a new card to add to your deck and you just keep kind of advancing and the battles get harder and you and you know you try to improve your deck and you like get to buy skills or like passives to make your deck stronger you know and you see how far you can get and as you progress you gain more levels and you unlock like new classes and some other cool stuff so it, it's a i really like it so Wait, far so it's a deck it's a card game, a deck of cards. It's a card game, yeah. That you take turns to play. So it's yes. not like Hearthstone? So, not really. Like, you don't have a card collection like you do in Hearthstone. Whenever okay. you start, like, a new game, you basically start over, like, from scratch. Oh, okay. And hmm. you're just given, like, maybe, like, ten cards and then every time you beat an opponent, you get to add one card to that. So it kind of, if any, to compare it to anything, it's probably most like duels in Hearthstone, where oh. like you would pick, well, like in that, okay. you pick like 15 cards, and then after every battle, you get to add three cards gotcha. to your, your deck, and your deck gets like bigger and bigger. And that's so, basically how it works in this, except it's not PvP like mm-hmm. Hearthstone duels is, it's completely PvE. Okay, that makes sense. I was just going to ask you, so it's not PvP. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Um, so that's your kind of game, like, on the plane when you're... I, I was enjoying it because I could play that on the plane, and then even, like, when I got to San Diego, which I didn't really have, like, much spare time there, but even when I did, I was like, I could play a game of Hearthstone right now. I'd have internet again, 
And I still like didn't, you know, I kept playing this Rogue Adventures game. Wow. Which it doesn't look very nice or appealing, but there's like a lot of strategy and, and a synergy between different cards to like, you know, play for. So that part of it I kind of like. I guess it's kind of similar to what I like about Hearthstone too, but you this know. one was easy to just jump in and out of really quick. And you even like it'll like pause the middle of your match, you know, if you like, you know, close it down or go to do something else on your phone or something and it doesn't like time out or anything so it's really convenient i was i was going to say um you really love games that have strategy don't you <laughs> i do i like having to think and then outside of that game i mean i didn't really play any hearthstone this week just because i've been so busy <gasps> and no. then we've played a little bit of as dusk falls we have played through the first four chapters at this point with two more left unplayed Mm-hmm. Now, Joanne, do you yes. want to hit us up with the Game Pass games? My pleasure. Game Pass games released this week is Disney Dreamlight Valley. Ooh, that, <laughs> that sounds interesting. I actually didn't catch that one on there until just now. I, I actually checked it's it out Disney. already. It's single player, but I'll still check it out. And it's on console, PC, and cloud. Opus Magnum on PC. And Train Sim World 3 on console and PC. Train Sim. Hmm. Interesting. So all three that I mentioned earlier were single player. So the Train Sim is actually a train simulator. Wait, so is it like a fun train simulator? Or is it like a train like simulation where like you have a job to do and your job is to transport stuff? It says whole hundreds of containers through certain place with this train and experience the thrill of 280 kilometers per hour you're not using miles per hour here but there's extreme weather and okay so this is like yeah it's like, yeah, it's a, like simulator, a real simulator yeah which i guess is why they call it train sim uh-huh and then um the other one opus magnum is like a puzzle game i was just telling you how Ooh, I it's like, also I single like puzzle player games. i know but this one seems more looks very like mechanics i know like they did mention like engineer. engineering and stuff like that like i look at it i'm just looking at like the gameplay trailer and it's making my head spin a little bit i know it did it did and make like, my head I spin this reminded no idea me. what's going on here this reminded me of like when back in college when the teachers would be like all right we're going to do this with like, these engines i don't and know stuff if like i'm that. playing a game or coding something <laughs> seems like okay that's, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah. I, I might try it, but I'm a little bit, a little yeah. bit afraid. I might try it just to see if it's the same as like engineering. That yeah, you you have the engineering background, so I'll let you tackle that one. <laughs> but I want to check Dreamlight Valley. It looks cute. It has Belle from Beauty and the Beast. That's the Disney one. Yep, and then Scar sitting in the back. I mean, at least the characters still look like they're Disney characters, not like The Wolf Among Us, where they totally look different. Yeah, that was. But Do they actually use Disney characters in that? Yeah, it's like Snow White. Oh, in Little interesting. Mermaid. But she changed her name though. And there's Belle. Oh, so it's not like it's not actually the Disney characters. They just have a resemblance. I don't really see how Disney endorsed it. Oh, you mean like their oh, characters for that? But no, yeah, I I don't know. They do look like that though, but who knows? Huh. I figured it out. Yeah, I think they'd have to make them different enough that you know they don't. No way takes legal action against them or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will run us through new game releases. Mm -hmm. We have 
Biomutant on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. We have Temtem on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Switch, and PC. We have the Tomorrow Children Phoenix Edition on PS5 and PS4. We have Jack Move on PC. We have Still Rising on PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. We have NBA 2K23 on all consoles and PC. And we have Splatoon 3 released on Switch. So Temtem, I noticed on this list for new game releases, was one that we had heard about before. And it's kind of like a Pokemon lookalike. It's mm-hmm. obviously very, very much Pokemon inspired. Like you capture these monsters and then you battle them off against each other. Which is interesting to me because, you know, I've always loved Pokemon. That's it for new game releases. I think last on our list today is to just go through... What we've played in As As Dusk Dusk Falls. And just to let everybody know, before we really start talking about As Dusk Falls, we are going to be getting into... Are, are each of our own different storylines that we go down. So there will be some spoilers here. A lot. <laughs> A lot of spoilers here. Yeah, I, I can't really deny that. So if you don't want to hear about this game or like the story that it goes down, you may just want to kind of skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Or I guess really just skip, stop here. skip the rest <laughs> of the episode. Probably just stop here and then come back next week. Yeah. Just please be sure that you do come back. Mm-hmm. And with that, we will jump into As Dusk Falls. And so just to kind of explain this game some, it's pretty similar to Life is Strange and what Joanne was talking about. Yeah, it's a graphic adventure about. game. Yeah, yeah, I guess a yeah, graphic novel adventure. And you make choices, choices that kind of dictate what happens next. And then you make more choices reacting to that situation. And then, you know, the choices just go on and on and on. And you're... St- your story arc changes based on the story or based on the choices that you make. Sorry. And just the way that it starts off, it's a family that's going on a, they're moving technically. Yeah. There's not necessarily a vacation. I guess they're kind of on a, a, on the road mm-hmm. and they're moving from California to St. Louis. So from Sacramento, California to St. Louis, so that is quite a drive, and they're driving through Arizona in mm-hmm. this particular part in the story. And the characters we have are Vince, who is the the dad of the family, and he's the character that you play as most of the time. I say play as, but really you're just like choosing the choices of what he does or how he reacts to things. And then you have his wife, Michelle. Yep. And then his father. His father, whose name is Jim, Jim, his Always daughter. About Jim, and then you have Michelle and Vince's daughter Zoe, who is I think six. I don't remember her age, but pretty sure yeah. they mentioned that she's six, six years old. She's mm-hmm. relatively young, and then of course you have Zeus, the grandfather's dog. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Who loves barking at people and getting everybody in trouble. And so I think the game pretty much starts off the same for everybody. It doesn't really change a whole lot, but they almost get into a car accident with a truck, which turns out to be the Holt boys driving that truck, which are kind of local, well-known, notorious troublemakers getting into trouble with the law and the sheriff. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the father is kind of the same way, not exactly liked, well liked in the community. And you kind of get to the point where you're making some interesting decisions. I think kind of one of the main ones was, you know, you stop and at a motel and you kind of get the family checked in and you have to decide whether you're going to take a walk with Jim or stay and, and hang out and talk with Michelle. What did you pick in that scenario? I actually went out with Jim. Yeah, I did the same thing. I feel like he really wanted something important to tell you. Yeah. And then like he wants to move in with the family. Did yeah. you agree to let him move in or did you refuse? Well, I didn't say refuse. I don't remember what the choices were, but I said I have to talk to my wife about it. Okay, yeah, cuz he says like, "Oh, I have cancer and and you know, I need to live with you guys," kind of thing. I forget his reasons exactly, but apparently I agreed with him. So I must have felt a little sorry for him or something. Yeah. But that's that's where I ended up. And then in the story, I think you're in like the checking in area of the motel and three guys come in with a gun and lock the doors and hold everybody hostage, right? And these are the three Holt brothers that we ran into earlier and almost crashed into on the road. Uh And they basically hold everybody hostage. Yep. And... Right? Yeah. And... You get to choose whether you want to tell them about your wife and kid up there or not. Yeah, did you tell them about that you had the wife and kid? Yeah, I did. So from the very beginning? Yeah. Really? You didn't? I didn't know. I, well, because I pretended that I was just traveling with the dad, who was the only other person like there with him. Uh... I did not tell them that I had a wife and kid like in the room because I didn't want them to know. They were there. I didn't want to put them in danger, right? So I was trying to hide that information. Seriously, but then, okay. of course, they walked in like a minute later, and then, <laughs> like, and obviously, like, they found out. So that didn't really work out very well. And then they were angry at me. So well, they were angry at me too. They were like, "I don't like you." First sign off a threat, you rat out your family. They said it. Oh, me. really? Yeah. I feel like maybe you just can't really win in that situation. I know. I feel like it's. Be damn if I do, but damn if I don't, Mormon. <laughs> yeah. And then, then it, it gets interesting there from that point, too. So yeah. a police officer shows up, and they they take one of the employees, like, as a hostage. They take her into the back room, right, to try and keep her quiet or something. And then they have the other guy try and get rid of the police officer, like, get him to leave and everything. And one thing is that the woman who they take to the back room as a hostage, she like loses an earring or something, right? And that's on the ground. And you see it on the ground, and you have the decision to make if you're going to hide the evidence or if you're going to leave it there, right? Did you hide it or leave it? I didn't hide it, so I left really? it there. Did you hide it? I hide it. Why would you hide it? You're, you have, you're not the bad guy here. You're not the criminal. You don't need to hide the evidence from the police officer. What made you hide it? I was thinking of my daughter. Who's like also a potential hostage in this situation. I know, but the police, he didn't look convincing enough to me to be able to take down the three strong young brothers. So 
yeah, I, I didn't want to jeopardize anything, so I just hide it so the bike lady wouldn't get shot. Okay, so I guess you were just trying to avoid a shootout or conflict between yeah. the police officer and the brothers, at least right then and there. Mm -hmm. But okay. then, after that, the, the police officer still found out, like, I mean, he sensed something was amiss. Yeah, so what did he sense was amiss? Because I don't think I'm going to have the same situation as you. I don't remember, honestly, like what happened. But he just said, like, you sure? And I was going to say, yep. But my fingers slipped and I clicked, help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, and I was like, no, shit, I didn't want to say help. So, yeah, my character just read out on brothers and they were so mad they came out and shot the police oh yes that's another thing like your options of what to say are like kind of close to one another like if yeah. you are trying to go like too quickly or like you know like if your hand slips like that i could see it being kind of easy to hit the wrong <laughs> i option. know and it's like completely opposite to one is help one is everything's fine you know like yep yeah yeah so for me i had that option in the story to basically pretend that my wife and kids weren't on the road with us and it was just me and Jim. And then, you know, you tell this to the police officer and he's like, oh, but I see a, you know, a child seat or a car seat out in your car. And then you basically lie saying, oh, that's not my car, that's someone else's. And he's like, oh, it's the only one with out of town plates. You know, you said you were moving. And so mm -hmm. he's kind of like catching you in this lie. And then out of nowhere, Michelle and Zoe walk in and be like, hey, like daddy or whatever. And then the police officer is even more confused. Like, why, why are you lying to me about your family being with you? And he like senses something's off. And so like that's when like the brothers come out and shoot him. I don't know exactly why they popped out then. But like oh, he, yeah. was, he was like, hey, something's wrong here. And I think he was going to like report suspicious activity or something on his radio i think that's what what he was starting to do i think like because i told them that my wife and kid were around right so the second brother actually went and grabbed them to come down and he had like a gun behind them or something when mm -hmm. the police was asking so are you sure everything's okay you know so i was looking at my wife and kid with one of the brothers while deciding to say that they're safe <laughs> but then i slip and put help instead so Ooh, so i feel like those were very different situations for us but in the end for both of us the police died the, yeah the, the police <laughs> officer died and that's kind of when it really got real i know i was like no so they shot him and then we have a dead body and yeah and then after that if i remember right Michelle is kind of taken hostage. Wait, not both of you? Mine was both of us. I mean, you're all kind of like hostages there, but I think gotcha. like Tyler like grabs Michelle or something like that. And then as Vince, you fight I fought Tyler, you know, and okay. I did I did all of the action things correctly and I didn't mess anything up. And yeah. then I think you are able to like take the gun from Tyler. But then not being trained with it at all, like he takes it back like pretty easily, I think. Oh, really? Mine, I pointed a gun at him and I shot him. You shot him? I did. Wait, I don't... I shot really? at him. That was, yeah. But then... Wait, the, did you miss or what happened? The gun was not loaded. He oh. made sure to um, make sure to 
not loaded before. So it wasn't, wasn't even loaded. Yeah. But Tyler yeah. knows you tried to kill him. Exactly. So Tyler was like... That's crazy. You tried to kill me. Oh my gosh. Like, in front of your daughter. Dang. That, I didn't know you had that in you, Joanne. I am impressed. For my family. That's why I actually, like, screenshot, like, the first time, you know, they show us our traits after each chapter. And in my screenshot, I was fierce. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't know you were willing to kill off your characters like that. Well, the Man, bad I'm one, yeah. Trying to keep everybody alive over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tyler was bad. I have to kill him. Yeah. Um, that was the end of chapter one. Let's hop into chapter two. Now, chapter two was interesting. It kind of went back and forth between two different storylines. One was... I think a couple of days before the trip, so you're back in Sacramento as Vince still, and you're there with Michelle and Zoe. You know, you're, you're packing things up for the trip. You put Zoe to bed. I don't think there's much deviation there. Michelle gets home, and you notice something on her cell phone, right? A text. And a text appears to be from an, an unknown admirer. guy. <laughs> A guy by the name of Bruce texting her, getting all lubby-dubby. Yeah, calling her cupcakes. Calling her cupcake. That's even worse. <laughs> what, did you, what did you do about it as Vince? Well, I confronted her, obviously. Right. And then what? Then she admitted to it. And then I got angry. And then I forgave her. What did you do? Ooh, okay, so I pretty much did all the same things, right? Confronted her, and then she admitted to having an affair. And then I think at that point, like, the options kind of got, like, weird to me. Like, she, there's one options where, like, you could say, okay, I'm sorry. Like, like, and I was like, wait, like, she's cheating on me, and I'm supposed to, like, apologize or, like, say sorry Ooh. for all this stuff. Like, she was trying to turn it back on Vince. And I was like, that's eh, not really Vince's fault that you cheated on him. So yeah. then the other option really was to kind of like get angry at her. So I went that path and then I wanted to do something different than you because I think I kind of knew what you were going to do or doing. So I chose to kind of not resolve the argument there. Yeah, you left, right? At that point. Well, you don't leave. You just like... Leave the room. Don't, you don't like make up like right then and there. And that's the end of like that. Oh, wait, Flashback. I just want to ask you, like, when, remember Bruce called her on the phone? Oh, yeah, 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 that did, part. Did you snatch the phone from I, her? I took the phone, yeah, and said, oh like, hey, gosh. who is this? Is this Bruce? How you doing? Or whatever. Like, I heard you like cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was great. I, yeah, I love I Vince for that. saying that. And then uh, Bruce just, like, hangs up on him. I know. Because he realizes what's going on. So, yeah, I, I forgot about that part. <laughs> but that was the end of that kind of, like, I guess flashback or going back in time to figure out what had happened back mm -hmm. before the trip. But then going back to the motel and the hostage situation that they have there. Okay. Uh, they take Michelle and Vince to the back room. Did that happen for you? Yes, both of them. Because they don't trust me after I tried to shoot Tyler. So. Gotcha. They didn't trust me regardless, even though I didn't try to shoot Tyler, but probably because I took the gun off of him. Mm -hmm. But then from there, you are able to reach a phone. Is that what happened for you? Yes. Okay, so you call the sheriff. I did. Okay, and I think at this point, 
the cops are outside, right? I think they were like kind of already out front. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then, and then they, they catch you on the phone, you know, they take you back into the office. Yeah. And then the cops invade. No, but you escaped the office. Did you not escape it? Yeah, I guess yes, you, you did. Did you have to escape it? Yeah, you escaped the office and then you went upstairs and then you saw like there was like a hole in the roof. So, you know, the cops were invading or something. And then you find Zoe with Jay up there, which is the youngest Hulk brother. But you can choose to tell him or not that um, the cops were coming. Okay. Did you did you warn Jay about the cops? I did not. Did you? Ooh, I did warn him because really? I, I knew he was good, right? Because I think Jay is the one that you get to kind of see some backstory on like kind of before. And Yeah, I didn't know that he was a good one yet. I thought he was going to like tell his brother just because he's afraid. Yeah. So he's kind of the other character that you get to kind of play some as at various points and he's kind of the only other one that of the three brothers that are there that are like pretty decent yep. the other two are kind of bad in their own ways but anyways the cops kind of come into the motel to try and take out the holt brothers and rescue the hostages yeah and that's how jay got like like handcuffed upstairs because they found him first oh okay i don't remember that happening in mine but i'm not sure and then the cops come in and you have a choice to try and like either stay put or try to run i did not run did you Okay, I did not run either. And then Silly Jim, in my storyline at least, yeah, decided yeah. to just run out on his own all by himself and like during out. a shootout. And okay. then I forget who it was. Somebody smacked him in the Dale. back of the head. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he got like knocked out, right? And then after that, you get to pick which hostage they're going to release. Yeah, obviously we choose the daughter. <laughs> yeah, so that that's I don't I didn't really understand that. So the Holt brothers agree to let one hostage go in exchange or for pizza. pizza. Which to me that didn't I didn't really like that part cuz it was like that's like an easy win for the police, right? You give them pizza and in exchange for a hostage, like they're obviously winning in that transaction. And I don't really know what the Holt brothers were thinking doing that. Like I mean obviously they only, and they're in like the office of the well remember actually, they gotta have some food there back then we didn't know that the police was after a black book you know so yeah i don't think we really know that yet in the story yet either yeah so you have the option of freeing jim or zoe jim being the old dad who kind of disagrees with everybody and is and has i'm answered. finding like kind of annoying yeah. and apparently like abandoned vince like his whole life and is just now kind of getting to know him mm-hmm and who just got like pretty much knocked out because he tried to run. And so, of course, I'm letting my six-year-old daughter go to safety versus Jim. Yeah, and that's and, why... Yeah, you did the same thing. Yeah, I did. And that's why I think like in this story, like I feel like if you're a parent versus if you're not a parent, your choices that you make might be very different. When I'm playing as Vince, I'm like always thinking of our kids and like, you know, what would I do if my kid was in that situation? So that... Kind of played a part too. Yeah, right. That's true. And then the next part after that. The most the, amazing part. <laughs> well, this part's interesting just because I really tried to get a certain outcome and I didn't get it. So I'm curious what happened for you. But they get the pizza, right? 
and you're trying to convince the Holt brothers to share the pizza with the hostages, did you end up getting the pizza? Yeah, I did. Did you, you not? Did I didn't? Yeah, like I was joining the conversation and like the debate and tried to like convince them to get pizza, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to give me any pizza, and I'm upset about that. They did not. They did not. So, so that's interesting. I don't. I don't know what choices you made, but you got pizza and I didn't. And then after that, I forget why exactly, but Dale takes Vince at gunpoint outside the motel. Can you recall why? Something about like the cop called that he needs to talk to the brothers, and then Dale volunteered, I think, to go out there and talk to the I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's it. And then he brought me as a human shield. Yeah, so he brings Vince as a human shield, and then you get out there, and he's talking to the sheriff a little bit. And Mm -hmm. then as Vince, you notice there's a sniper like up on a high point aiming at Dale, right? So you have an option to either warn Dale or say nothing and let the sniper shoot Dale. What did you do? Well, Dale gave me pizza, so I warned him. That's true. <laughs> you I, know, you can I didn't be amazed at how pizza will save someone's life. <laughs> I didn't realize the correlation there, but I think you're absolutely right, because I did not get pizza from Dale, and therefore I let the sniper shoot Dale. What? Also, he's a bad guy, and he's like has us hostage, so of course I wasn't going to warn him. That there was a sniper? Yeah, that's so funny. So I let that happen? So he died, right? In your story? Yes, so Dale got shot and he died in my story. And then obviously Vince runs back inside after that shooting happens. And Dale, now dead, his brother Tyler kind of loses it. And obviously he just watched his brother get shot. He gets super upset and he blames Vince and then Joyce kind of stands up for Vince and blames Tyler for the reason that <laughs> Dale got shot. And then Tyler, super upset, just shoots Joyce. And Joyce is now dead, too. So within like a span of a minute, two people in my storyline had died. And, and Joyce, I'm really surprised by because like Tyler has a gun waving it around, like wants to shoot somebody and Joyce like stands up and says it's your fault like Dale's dead basically like you're the one that killed him and then Tyler just shoots her like so I was like not that smart of Joyce to well she's been provoking since yeah she since she was like really strong willed and like always fighting back and I keep forgetting her name because she was like only alive for like a short period of time really? in my storyline before story, she yeah. died <laughs> yeah so Kevin killed off two characters in that chapter. One of them was a bad guy, so that <laughs> being my benefit, maybe. And both of mine stayed alive. Nobody died in my storyline. <laughs> yeah, so that was a kind of a high death ending in mine. But that's where chapter two ends off. Now, we did end up playing through chapter three. So let's hop into the chapter three storylines. Now, in mine, Dale is dead, and... At this point, we see the old mother, Sharon, arriving at the, ho- at the motel. Yeah. Did she react the- well to Dale's death? No, not at that point. I mean, she, got, she was upset for like 10 seconds. And then like she hugged her two remaining kids and you know, pulled herself together and started coming up with a game plan to get them out of there. So she didn't really, honestly, she didn't seem that affected by her son dying like 10 minutes before she showed up there. 
And then, but so another can. another thing that I guess we missed when we were outside getting the mm -hmm. pizzas, the sheriff gives you a pager. Oh yeah. Right. We didn't mention that, but now that you're back inside with the pager, it gives you an option to either tell Sharon about the pager or not. Um, I didn't. Did you? You did not. I did. What? Because the bad guys. Why yeah, but at this point, them? you're starting to realize that the sheriff is like he's a dirty cop, right? Yeah. And. And I mean that because he's like, obviously, he's like taking bribes or whatever, whatever he's doing. He has this little black book that he's trying to get you to find. And mm -hmm. he's kind of like threatening to like harm your daughter because like we sent her out to safety. So they, the police have your daughter. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I don't really like the sheriff either. So like I'm trying to figure out if I should be helping Sharon or not. So yeah, I told her about the pager. Okay. And, and then... then you're trying to find the book with the Holt brothers? With all of them? I was just with Jay. Well, I mean, Jay goes with you to go find the book, and you go find it in the truck. Okay, so that's the same then you come back. with me. That was the same as you, except you only you and Jay know about the book, right? Yes. For me, everybody there knows about the book. Yeah, and then you bring it back to Sharon so she gets to see the book. No, I did not bring it back to her. She discovered it. Oh, so I, mean, I guess she knows about the book either way, but for me, at least I told her ahead of time. Was she upset at you because you didn't tell her? Oh, yeah. She was upset. And then she even told the cop that I, uh, my whack-a-mole, she called me, got caught. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I feel like you can't really make anybody happy no matter what you choose in these but then it's different. It's not ratted out on him. I got caught. So it would make a difference in how he approached us later. Ah, that's true. We'll see when we get there. And then after that, you kind of have a heart-to-heart -heart with Michelle, like you mentioned. Oh, you did have a heart-to-heart -heart with Yeah, you? so I chose stay, to stay married. Right? Ah, so you, you could, did do That's kind of when, when like, you make things up, right? Like you make up with her, right? Or, you know, for, forgiven for all the things that had happened. Yeah. And then after that, out of nowhere, the bus crashes into the motel and like cops come, then there was come a out of the bus mm -hmm. and then there's a shootout, right? Which that was kind of a weird move by the police, I feel like. It just, I feel like it put the hostages in a lot of danger, but that was the sheriff's call. Yeah, he was desperate to get that book hidden at all costs, even if it kills everyone. Yeah, and then... Oh, I forgot to mention, and then Dale died here. The person that you got shot dead in the previous chapter, he died here in the shootout for me. So he ended up dying Regardless, yeah. But oh. I gave him time to spend with his family. Whoa. Oh, he, at least he got to see his mom, right? Yes, the and his time? mom also screamed when she saw him get shot. Oh, now I, I feel bad for Sharon. <laughs> I, I like Sharon a little bit, more than anyone else in her family. But after the bus comes flying into the motel, Michelle gets trapped under some wood or something, right? Yeah. She or was like trapped under the bus, actually. She's under the bus? I don't know. It says she what? got trapped under the bus. I don't remember her being trapped under the bus, but I she was, was like trapped yeah. under something, and Vince has to, you know, lift the stuff off her. Save her. Right. I save her with Joyce. Yeah, so Joyce has like been dead for a while for me, so it was just me alone. No <laughs> Joyce helping me, unfortunately. And then I remember right the motel also catches on fire because of all of this. 
and you help Michelle and Jim. Well, the, wait, wait. Out. It's not because of all that that the hotel caught on fire. Remember, Sharon like made a yeah, Molotov. she made like a Molotov cocktail, yeah. right? And she throws it at the cops, and it, it catches everything on fire. So yeah, Sharon pretty much is responsible for She's the badass. motel going mm -hmm. up in flames. And then do does everybody hop out the window? Yes, yeah, but apparently I have to escape the fire alone. Did you have to escape the fire alone or no? Yes. So like you help Michelle and Jim out the window. And Joyce for me. Okay, and Joyce. She, for me. Joyce just slows me down, so I don't. Uh, <laughs> less people that have to get out the window, and then like the ceiling collapse or the roof collapse there or something, and mm -hmm. then so you can't go out that window. Yeah. Like you have to go out the window of a different room. And then, so you kind of jump out a different window, and then you're in a different spot than everybody else. Yeah. And then for me, I think you're out there, like, by the pool. I get tasered by the sheriff out of nowhere. That's for he's, you, He's yeah. upset that you read I on turned him. on him, <laughs> and I told Sharon about the pager and the black book, and he wants to take it out on me, and he tases me. I know. But I end up fighting him off. Good for and you. We end up fighting our way into one of the motel rooms, particularly into the bathroom, and he tries to tase Vince. But again, I get all the action things right, and then the sheriff's hand with the taser goes right into the toilet, and he gets <laughs> electrocuted. Perfect. And he, I don't know if he dies or he passes out. He probably just passes out. But then that was how that worked for me. What happened for you? Okay, so yours is obviously shorter than mine. So mine was, um, I got attacked by Tyler because I kept the pager a secret. So keeping the pager a secret, you get attacked by Tyler, telling them about the pager, you get attacked by the sheriff. Yeah, you can't win either way, but no matter what, you have lots of action and drama, so I mm -hmm. love it. And then I end up like being in the pool fighting with him, and then his brother, the youngest one, Jay, came out and wanted to shoot me but then Sharon came from nowhere with Zoe and Ooh. told Jay to not shoot me but just leave him and take Zoe and then I had to convince Sharon to exchange Zoe for myself okay for for me after you fight off the sheriff I come out and I see Sharon and Tyler with Zoe and they have her like hostage but I I got the gun from the sheriff right electrocuted yeah. him he's out take his gun and then i try to save zoe but you know i have um, the other two at gunpoint and then jay comes up from behind w with a gun and basically makes me lower my weapon so the holts are going to get away they're planning to get away with zoe as a mm -hmm. hostage but same kind of thing i convinced them to take me instead of zoe yeah so we are we are left going with the holt family zoe at least gets to stay safe i think she probably goes with her mom michelle and mm -hmm. and jim and that's how chapter three ends um i'm gonna be sad if anything ever happens to vince that's that's my thing like especially the character <laughs> that we get to play as and i feel like has the strongest connection with yeah. but that is the complete end of chapter three and as far as we played in and this game the book one so there's two yeah. books in this game that is all of book one there is another book book two and has three more chapters so we're mm -hmm. about halfway through this game 
Um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about the story arcs next week for those yeah. ones, you know, we'll as well just... as give our official ratings for the game. Yeah, we'll just start from chapter four next week. Yes. So if you liked this story description, you know, be sure to check back next week for the second half of the story. Mm-hmm. And we can go from there. And with that, it's going to bring episode 34 to a close. However, if you want to check out what we're up to, the best way to do that would be through our Discord channel, which would be in the podcast episode description or in the YouTube video video description if you're listening there. You could also check us out on Instagram at KJ underscore after underscore dark. Or on Twitter at twitter.com slash KJ after dark. And if you want to catch our streams as well as any episode, it's also on YouTube with the channel name being KJ after dark, which we stream just about every Tuesday, unless we really can't. And that those happen at 9.30 p.m. Central time. Mm-hmm. So we will definitely be there this Tuesday night if you want to catch us there. That's all that we have for you this time. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.